0: need some positivity in my Let's
1: life. do it. Ooh,
0: baby,
1: do oh. you know that's I like this little Ooh, bass pickup coming right in between earth. the lyrics. Wow. Oh, wow. yeah. Great, like, pick slide. I, I really like... It's like this... Uh, it's like... You know, I was born in 1989, I didn't live through the 80s, but this song just like feels like the 80s in one song, right?
0: (laughs) It's a movie, like, training training sequence.
1: I do love like the kind of like thoughtful little bridge there. That was cool. Honestly, like chord-wise, this could be like a Bob Dylan song. (laughs) (laughs) This album cover is kind of freaking
0: me out. What the hell is that?
1: Is it so it's pronounced Belinda Carlisle? Why isn't it Carlisi? Like Jeff Carlisi from 38 special. Right, 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 right. Also, why didn't they ever collab? Yeah. So caught up <laughs> in you Great back of those. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah.
0: Like, I feel
1: like I should be, like, in a shampoo commercial. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm in the shower, like... This is such a shampoo... Yeah, exactly. Herbal essences. There it is. Was it herbal essences? Yeah, 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 I think so. That was when the girls would do their hair and have orgasms in the like, yeah. commercial. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I do, like, um, some good, just, like, eighth note guitar. Oh, yeah, coughing. dude. Yeah, dude.
0: Little palm mute.
1: Yeah. It's so crazy cause like when I first started listening to music, so much music sounded like this. Yeah. And now nothing does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like a song that came out before you were born to make you feel old. <laughs> uh, yeah, <don't> remind me. <laughs> oh yeah. Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast in which we explore songs we like. We research what they mean, how they were recorded, why they were written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. Today we're talking about Heaven is a Place on Earth. It is by Belinda Carlisle. Let me do that again. Yeah, this is much harder. (laughs) But we'll see. I think I got it. Today we're talking about Heaven is a Place on Earth, a song by Belinda Carlisle, which was a number one hit in the UK and the US. It was released September 14th, 1987. Recorded in Oceanway Studios in Los Angeles and produced by Rick Knowles, who also wrote the song with Ellen Shipley. I love the song. It was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Female Vocal Pop Performance. Makes sense. But it lost... To Whitney Houston I want to dance with somebody which oh, is wow, tough yeah. That's you know what I mean that's really hard
0: it's interesting because both of those songs are kind of like big uplifting pop yeah yeah like kind of anthems which it's is like cool. I,
1: I want to dance with somebody has become such a part of like the Whitney Houston story and her story has become such mm-hmm. a part of her music mm-hmm. that I prefer this song now got you it sort of feels more real I'm into that it's like less of a pop thing even though it's the number one hit in like multiple countries right um a lot of people think this song has one of the greatest key changes in music history.
0: Oh, I love when those come out. Yeah,
1: which is always really fun when It's like to me it's the first funny thing about it is like the fact that people debate key changes.
0: Oh, people people will debate anything. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm into it. Um People are just opinionated creatures. Yeah, I agree. Like it's and it's funny to have an opinion about like a song, which I do. It's yeah. Like, yeah I yeah, just yeah. said that I like this yeah. better than when you You did. Uh but, you know, I did come out with a Whitney Houston cover album. Yeah, and I did-
0: <laughs> the thing about that Whitney Houston song, which I think why the song could trumpet is because it hits you with the hook sooner.
1: yeah, yeah. The-
0: I want to dance with somebody. The hook doesn't come until a good, like almost minute and 15 into the song.
1: Well, they, they, I mean, that was like an interesting thing in the, in the process of recording the song. They tried to record heaven as a place on earth, like with the verses going first. Interesting. And then they were like, well, these verses kind of suck.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like, they're not like rememberable. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're they're okay. I think they set
1: up the chorus, which is like where most of the meat of the song lies. Yeah. And like the guitar. Yeah. I love these. I love eighties guitar playing. Um,
0: and sounds. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like there was the big, like, you know, today is the big, like, real amp versus tube amp. Yeah, back, where back in the 80s, I feel like it was, you know, the solid state amps versus the tube amps.
1: Yeah, which, which I because like. solid state amps started to get really popular. I love a good solid state amp. I also think, like, the Boss, that, like, early Boss Super Chorus Yeah, pedal, dude, yeah. As, like, heavily featured on Guns N' Roses Paradise dude, City. That's, like, those my are best rig- example. Yeah, those, those original choruses are good <laughs> yeah, sounding, yeah. dude.
0: Like, those are some of the greatest choruses i I've
1: ever heard. And as we get, like, further away from the 80s, I think we can, like, actually appreciate what they were trying to do a little bit more. Right. Like, because in the 90s, it was just like, oh, they're just trying to make money. And now we've come full circle. Where people are making shitty recordings in effort to just make money. So I think we can look back on the 80s yeah. and be like, well, they were selling out, but pristine audio quality.
0: Yeah, what was cool about the 80s, I liked, is there was, like, a renaissance of, like, music technology that we hadn't really seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, with like, you know, drum machines and samplers and all this stuff. And I think people like t- took risks yeah. with sounds. Where when I think about like big popular 90s music, it, it wasn't like, the technology was pushing the envelope.
1: No, it was... You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what the hell was going on in the 90s. Yeah, it was...
0: When I think about 90s, I just think of like really high-fidelity, organic-sounding records. Yeah, yeah, Like you wanted it to sound like...
1: Real. Real. But somehow be able to compete with Belinda Carlisle. Right. (laughs) Um, After the song was mixed, the producer played it for the engineer, whose name is Shelly Yakis. Um, and she and she gave some honest feedback. She said the verse wasn't strong enough and didn't capture the emotion of the chorus, which I think is cool.
0: Okay, so we're in
1: right? we're in agreement. So, they, so yeah. yeah, but then so this is this is according to Shipley quote. So I went back to Brooklyn and I came up with all this different music, which was inspired by all the girl groups. I made a verse that was much more like I would hear the girls on the street sing and brought it back. I was going back and forth like fifteen times a year. Wow. <laughs> um, it, it was so inspiring and it taught me a lesson. You don't need to ask everybody what they think about your music because that's not what's important. But if somebody you respect makes a comment that sits right with you, you need to look at it, which I think is really cool. I, it, this is a weird jumping off point to talk about constructive criticism in music. Right. But I'm sure you deal with it at, on a very real basis all the time when you yeah. mix records. All the like, time. How do you deal with it?
0: You got to separate yourself, like, take mm. the personal out of it. Yeah. Like, it's so easy, especially when you start getting into mixing, um, to take things so personally. Like, they're not personally saying to you, like, this is bad or this isn't good. They're just hearing it di- a different way. And so, like, and that's what I think in any profession is being able yeah. to take yourself out of, like, what someone's trying to say to you about What's ultimately is their thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're hiring you to mix their song. It's their song.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. I think it's really hard for artists to do that too, because like so so often they're like the only champion of what they do for exactly. so many years. So like, of course, they want to defend it so heavily, but like, I'm glad they worked on this song.
0: Yeah, if someone comes but, and says, "Oh man, your verse is too weak," like someone is, is going to be like offended. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what
1: do you mean? <laughs> like, this verse is amazing. How about this? But like, I'm just going. I'm just spitballing here. Aren't verses weak by definition because they're not choruses? Yeah, I mean, is this that, a that's, logic that's, argument? I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, if we can go down the philosophy rabbit hole. You know. Uh, yeah.
1: Um. Uh. According to the songwriter. It's a very special song because when I was trying to write the music part of it, um, my co-producer said, what would you do if this was your next song? Hmm. So she kind of wrote the song... Almost for herself, right? But then they eventually sold it to Belinda Carlisle, who obviously a big star, yeah. Um, totally kills it. Song opens with a chorus, which is really cool. It seemed like that used to be more common, yeah. And then people went away from it. I think people are kind of coming back to it, yeah. It, you know, in fact, you some might say that songs are only choruses now, yeah, with a feature,
0: yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah I'm so into that. It's like now, <laughs> you know how crazy it is that people will just do one verse,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah? Because I verse. think like. It's it's funny because like I always want to not refer to like Lil Nas X as like a sea change in music even though it was but because just because it seems like such an obvious thing to say but that song is all choruses yeah. like I guess there's kind of like a, a sub hook yeah um, but yeah there's no real verse it's like it, that's interesting um, apparently the song used to be called or when it, the working title was Heaven Is On Earth. No, nah, I can't do so that. So much yeah. shittier. Yeah, you can't do that. Wow, they really dodged a bullet there. Yeah, you can't do that.
0: <laughs> no, nah, you can't do that. That's an album cut. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, heavens on earth. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that ain't so, it. So I, I love the song too because it's used in a lot of movies and shit. Definitely. And TV. Definitely. Um, Do you do you watch Black Mirror ever?
0: I did... And then I stopped getting into it because it started getting too popular. Yeah, yeah, And when things get too popular, I don't want to be involved anymore. Yeah, it's tough.
1: I sort of like hanging on when I'm like an OG fan of something, Mm -hmm. just because like, you know, I can lord that over the new school. It's like being a Kanye fan now.
0: Right, 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 (laughs) right.
1: I'm like, yeah, this guy-
0: You (laughs) gonna vote for him? (laughs) (laughs) I mean- he said a million dollars for everyone that has a baby.
1: <laughs> Did he really say that? Yeah, he said it. Uh, heaven is not uh, on earth anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um the the thing the main thing I want to talk to you about this before we wrap it up too is like drum sounds in the 80s. Yeah, dude. Why do they sound? Sa- so like they're it's a real drum. Yeah. Most drums were real. They had they had crude drum machines back then, mm-hmm. but typically like if they were to record a drum machine, they would pair it Yeah. With a real drum kit. How do they get this drum kit to sound like a fucking crazy, like compressed Roland 909 setting on my logic? Like presets.
0: Dude, I think like, like you're talking about like these crude drum machine sounds it's why like machines like these old NPCs right here Mm. are so like coveted is because they were like low bit resolution machines yeah and when I say that it's like when you think about like Super Nintendo like the music yeah that's like 8 bit music it's Mm. kind of grungy (laughs)
1: yeah and it's like I like it because it sounds like computer music with like a sick overdrive pedal
0: that's what this stuff had (laughs) and so it was like you know 8 bit machines 16 bit machines 12 bit machines and so like they had the machine themselves self had an edge to it, yeah, a bite to it, so like when you paired that with a drum recording, it like gave the drum some
1: edge and would you like record these drums don't really sound like it's like the song's an anthem, but the drums don't really like ring out like I'm in a stadium, yeah,
0: they're not arena rock
1: yeah, like
0: yeah. metal drums, no, which I like, I think that's why the song it can still be played today and it feels yeah. good like i think if you had those big silly like def leppard drums yeah if
1: it was a bon jovi song yeah it it would, <laughs> very dated like people would fucking rage on it in bars but i don't think anybody would get like an emotional response
0: <laughs> I, yeah like it wouldn't be in
1: commercials maybe do i think the song is better than it is
0: Yeah, it's definitely better than it is.
1: I think the song's amazing.
0: (laughs) Like, I think if we really like, like, dug in.
1: Yeah, I think the song's genius. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, love it. It's in a great episode of Black Mirror. Also, shout out Ocean Way. Yeah, those drums, man. Yeah, it's like like
0: the drum room at Ocean Way, man.
1: Um, shit, that's it. Heaven has left Earth. But we got to start making babies. Yeah. One million dollars to every listener of the podcast who makes a baby. <laughs> Speaking of money and podcast, we are on Patreon. Um, that's www.patreon.com slash listen to this.